Hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Silver and Black Pride. This is our podcast. It is Tuesday, the 16th of June already. Holy smokes. Like I said, since about the 19th of March, I don't know what freaking day it is. I really don't. All I care is let's get to September 13th. You know what's that day. It's the real deal. And I think we're going to get there. I think we're going to get there. You know, the... NFLPA had a meeting with players and agents yesterday to talk about that there's going to be increased testing for the coronavirus, and this coronavirus isn't over yet, you know, and still got to be vigilant on it. And, uh, you know, there's going to be three times a week or so players. They, they know there's going to be some players that, that get it. Reportedly some Cowboys and, and Texans have it now. Von Miller, Von Miller had it. Brian Allen of the Rams had it. Uh, Quentin Poyne, who, who was cut by the Raiders, he thought he had it. So I mean, it's going to come up. You know, 2 million Americans, there's going to be some football players. But they think they're going to get through this and they're going to play. And, you know, training camp's going to start around the 28th. And training camp's going to be in Las Vegas in uh, Henderson, where John Gruden is going to open up the beautiful facility next we can get to work, but it's going to be pretty light work because they're going to be kind of on vacation. It's really going to be after next week or so, there's going to be players on vacation for a month. So there you go. But we do have a lot to talk about, lots of notes. That's the stuff that I really enjoy. During the season, we'll be able to do this every day or at least, you know, every day during the week. Um, so, but, you know, let's have some fun. Um, enjoy it. It's a great site. I love being part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. Uh, you know, talking about player workouts, the players, the Raiders have about 30 to 35 players working out in the Vegas sun every day. I guess there's some fans that come out and check them out, and they try to get their work done in the in the morning. They try to social distance, and, then, you know, they give the fans a little love. It's a unique year. Uh, you know, it's happening in 32 cities, um, but this is good for the Raiders. Um, it, you know, it's not the same as being with the coaches and, and being in the, in the program. But these guys are pros; they know what they're doing, and they're they're getting some nice work. So you gotta you gotta really uh, appreciate it. The key is health. Everybody's staying healthy, of course. And we talk about Derek Carr a lot, don't we? Um, and I, I think every site talks about their quarterbacks every year and you know every day <laughs> and you know how I feel about Derek Carr I, last year I didn't necessarily think he was the problem I don't know if he's necessarily the savior either but the Raiders believe in him they try to get better around him and let's see you know I mean the guy has won before he's produced before so let's see if he can do it again I'm not a I'm not a guy that thinks Derek Carr is terrible. I'm not. Um, I did a story yesterday, uh, this morning actually, off of Chris Simmons of Pro Football Talk. He's doing his 40 top quarterbacks. He had Derek Carr at 19. I didn't mind I had him at 17. Guys that you could possibly poke holes at if you want is Kyler Murray, but I think Kyler Murray is going to be better than Derek Carr this year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, what Ryan Tannehill showed us the last time we seen him on the field 
is that he was better than Derek Carr. Um, Jenny Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not gonna. I, I think he's better than Carr. He's go, he he his winning percentage is much bigger. And is he perfect? No, but I think he's better than Carr right now. That doesn't mean that he's gonna be better than next year. Um, Jared Goff, same sort of thing as Jimmy G. So it, you can poke holes in that if you want. Um, that's fine. I don't care. I, I'm not one of those guys that get upset if somebody doesn't agree with my opinion. That's okay. We all have them. And, you know, um, I took him over Kirk Cousins. I've talked to a couple people in the league. They say, you know what, you might want to put Cousins over Carr. But I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to stick with Carr over Cousins. So 17, what is that? That's average. And that's what he is. You know, you look at these stats. In the last six seasons, 29 quarterbacks have at least 40 starts. The Raiders have averaged 20.3 points a game in those starts. It's the third lowest average in the NFL in that time span over quarterbacks, over those 29 quarterbacks. They averaged less than 20.3 last year. They averaged 19.5. They moved the ball. They just couldn't get in the end zone. Hopefully that changes this year. That's why they added Bowden and Ruggs and, you know, and Edwards. And, you know, they, they've got to score touchdowns. Also, Derek Carr's 55 career losses were the second most of any quarterback in their first six seasons. Ironically, his brother David has the most at 56. So those are, are a couple of not so exciting stats about a quarterback. That's why some people are down on Derek Carr. And you can say, oh, well, it's more than, hey, Bubba, more than, more than one guy on the offense. Certainly, certainly. But the quarterback is the leader of the offense. It's on him to score points and win games. And the Raiders are getting better around him, and they've spent in a lot of money. They have the second most money, uh, sour cap money de dedicated in the NFL on offense. They have to get this going. Or we're going to be annoyed every offseason, but are the, Raiders gonna, are the Raiders going to replace Derek Carr? Unless, until he proves, yeah, you don't need to replace me, there's going to be those rumors. But it's all up to him, and I think he can do it. I, I got some uh, Josh J Jacobs numbers, too, I want to get into. But I feel like we need to address the last Wednesday morning. Uh, apparently, reportedly, the house of Lynn Bowden's grandmother was raided by marshals and DA. Uh, officers, Lynn Bowden was there. He was reportedly handcuffed. Uh, reportedly, that the reason why they came there was because police said that they have bought undercover, uh, overcover police have bought drugs there. Reportedly, um, reportedly there were guns there, but nobody was arrested. So. I would think he's in the clear as of now. And I don't really have anything to add there. I wasn't there. I wasn't the person doing the reporting. That's why I just said reportedly 12 times or so because I wasn't there. Um, so I've talked to some people with the Raiders. They're a little nervous about 
you don't want any player handcuffed at any time. But I don't think they're frightened that this thing's become something out of this. But, you know, hey, it was what he was. He was there during this raid. He didn't get arrested. So we got to give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt and, 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 you know, just hope he gets to Las Vegas and becomes, a, you know, a great NFL player, you know. And that's what you hope for every player, right? Um, let's talk about Josh Jacobs. He, this dude, makes people miss. You know, I'm not the biggest pro football focused guy. Sometimes I am. In their more tangible stats, I am. In some of their more murky or subjective, I- I'm not. But, like, running backs, I can dig it because, you know, their their metrics are the amount of missed tackles and broken tackles and stuff. And that's real-life NFL stuff, you know. And if you look at his more basic stats, you can tell that those more next-level stats helped him succeed. So for a running back, I you know, I'm, I'm into it. He was eighth in the NFL with 1,150 rushing yards, which is impressive because – he, only, he missed three games. He has 88.5 per game yard average. Was the highest, third highest in the NFL. That's pretty good, right? I think if this guy stays healthy, I think he can get – he had 242 carries. That's I think that's average of 18 point something. So – he plays three more games. He's going to get into right in that 300 range. Uh, Derek Henry, who led the NFL in rushing yardage last year, had 302 carries. Ezekiel Elliott, wishing him the best in his coronavirus, he had the second most yardage, and he had 301 carries. So if we get Jacobs into that 300-carry range, I think he can win the rushing title. I mean, hell, I think he can win multiple rushing titles. But I think he can win the rushing title this year. Key is for that guy to stay healthy. That's why you have the other running backs. That's why you have Booker. That's why you have Bowden. That's you, you have Richard. You know, keep those guys healthy. Speaking of health, Adam Schefter wrote something, I think, yesterday. That Ruggs is fine. He had a little, you know, little upper leg injury. His dad said, told Alabama newspaper, that it happened when he was helping somebody move. Um, he should be fine for camp. So that really was the update that we were expecting. So good news there. Uh, Max Crosby was on a Bleacher Report podcast last week. And he said, yeah, I should have sacked uh, Patrick Mahomes last year. I was close. I was mad that I didn't do it, and I'm going to do it this year. And I, I saw one site was like, oh, what a mistake. He shouldn't have done that. B.S. Why? Why? Max Crosby gets paid to pursue the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes gets paid to get the ball out before he gets sacked. I don't think Patrick Mahomes, he of his 24 years old age and a Super Bowl MVP, a Super Bowl ring, and a Super Bowl MVP in two years as starter, is really worried about Max Crosby saying he's going to sack him. 
if if Mahomes heard it, and maybe he has, he'd be like, all right, cool, come get it. Get me. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't think he's going to be offended. I don't think that Patrick Mahomes is spending, you know, staying up late at night thinking about that. He's just thinking about being good. So, hey, these guys are going to be rivals for a long time. A long time. Yeah, I mean, a long time. Maybe into the next decade. Um, and it's going to be fun. And, yeah, chances are Crosby's going to sack Mahomes. Probably multiple times. And it's going to be fun. Last week, Jerry Judy put out a video of his footwork. And that's what he's famous for, route running, feet work. And it was sublime. It was a beautiful display of receiver footwork. And I saw some people, well-respected NFL people, and I'm not bagging on them, but they're like, oh, well, one was like, well, Rugs over Judy's going to be questioned for a long time. And, oh, well, every team that passed up on Judy made a huge mistake. I think Judy's going to be good. But that video doesn't mean that Judy, the Raiders should have took Judy. We'll see. Time will tell. The, you know, the Raiders do have pressure on themselves, and I said this on draft night. A lot of people thought Judy or Ram were the safer pick, but they thought Ruggs was the best pick for their system, so they took him. So I appreciate that. You do what you want to do. It's your offense. It's your choice. Now he has. you have to be proved right. But then you see Judy go to a division rival, you know, the pressure's on a little bit. If Judy is better than Ruggs, and we'll know in a couple years, John Gruden's going to be questioned about that, and so is Mike Mayock. But just because of that video, and it's as cool as it was, that doesn't mean that Ruggs was the bad pick. I, I don't get it. Ruggs could put out a video right now of that blazing 427 speed just blowing by DBs. He could do that and be like, oh, crap. Broncos wished, probably should have wished they got Ruggs over Judy. Let's get to the field. Let's get these guys in football uniforms. Let's get them across NFL defensive backs. And let's see what happens. Uh, the Raiders have the second most, ESPN did this study, second most returning snaps on offense in the NFL. Meaning players who got snaps in 219, the Raiders have the second most. So that's another indication of, hey, no more excuses. You, you got continuity. You added, and you got continuity. Let's see what happens. This is the time. This is John Gruden's third year. This is Derek Carr's seventh year. You know, the offensive line's intact. Josh Jacobs, one of the best running backs in the league. They added the receiver, and no more excuses. It's time to showcase it. And I think that's fair. Um... Another pro football focus had uh, Ruggs uh, projected for 107, 102, 102 yards. I get excited sometimes. Um, receiving yards this year, and that's projected as the most of any rookie receiver. Nate Burleson of NFL Network says Ruggs is the most – He's the rookie he's most excited to see, regardless of position. 
So there's a lot of hope for Henry Ruggs. There's a lot of excitement. Um, we know we get used to the Raiders signing a lot of players. They've signed as many free agents as anybody in the league. Um, the league is kind of have a quiet embargo on signings right now because of what's going on. Um, I don't really understand it because, you know, during the early days of Corona, we had our heavy free agency, but don't expect any, a lot of signs right now. The Pro Bowl's coming to Las Vegas next year, um, at the end of this season. I, I think what that shows you is that Vegas is going to be a showcase for the NFL. The draft is supposed to be here. It's coming back in 2022. We're going to have Super Bowls. Vegas is going to be a prime-time NFL market, and the Raiders are going to benefit from them, and it's going to be a good thing, and I've said that all along. I know it sucks to see them leave Oakland, but there's a lot of good things coming. They're moving into that beautiful facility next week. I was at the Alameda facility for years. It's okay. It ain't beautiful. This thing's going to be beautiful. I'm going to close out today's show, and I'm sure happy you guys are with me. You know, I just go, man. I just go. I just talk. I just talk. Somebody asked me last week, do you have a few drinks before you go? No, I'm just a nut. I'm just a goofy guy. Passionate about talking Raider football, though. The athletic had a story on Isaiah Johnson, you know, and he said, you know, he obviously had a face fracture last year, and and the report was that he had a back surgery this offseason. You know, let's not forget about Isaiah Johnson. I have a story coming out about in the morning. If he's good and he stays healthy, and the Raiders are very excited about him last year before he got hurt. Very excited about him. If he's good and healthy, they got a, they got a really good defensive a cornerback room, you know? Because remember, they drafted Trayvon Mullen in the second round last year. Johnson out of Houston in the fourth round. And then Arnett from Ohio State in the first. And Robertson, my guy from Louisiana Tech in the fourth. Maybe they took two cornerbacks because they're worried about Johnson's health. Sometimes when guys get hurt and they can't stay healthy, that's the thing. But if he can stay healthy and he becomes a good player, Raiders are going to be pretty dang good at cornerback for a long time. So there's some possibilities there. There really is. Like I talked to Matt Williams a couple weeks ago. The Raiders don't really have any holes. They have more questions than holes. But if these guys answer the bell question-wise, the team's going to be good. Right now good and stay good. So, hey, you guys stay good. I hope you had fun. We'll be back next week. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride. You guys take care. Be safe. Have fun. Talk to you soon.